I'm here, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm doing like a five different things. Y'all go ahead and forgive me. It's a lot of traffic. Anyway, so let me get into this real quick. Good morning, everybody who's here. I'm here. I'm going to add your second baby. Good morning to everybody who just came in. Now, I just watched a little, <clears throat> I think it was like 11 minutes of the interview that was posted on YouTube. And I want to give my give my re a reaction and I want to hear y'all. I'm going to be here long. I have like two panels I got to do this morning. But I want to give my opinion and say this. So I watched the interview and I saw the questions. And I have to admit, she was giving some good questions to uh, Amira. Amira was tongue-tied. She couldn't get the words together. You know, it's like you're all humble now that you've gotten out of the house and you were evicted, right? And you realize you were betrayed, blindsided, whatever. But you're out of the house being so humble now is the part that I'm tripping on. Like you're all of a sudden like, you know, yeah, um, I did speak up for her. Yeah, okay, so you went to Daniel and you said softly, not aggressively, just really softly. He was like, well, yeah, I don't think she meant it that way. And he said, I don't give a fuck. And that was it. So you called that defending her, okay? You said in the HOH room, which I don't remember seeing that, you went in there and said something to Nicole that she misunderstood. Mm, I don't really see that happening. Maybe you said something small in passing, okay? But you were dragging and calling her all kind of names and teasing her, calling the pageant girl from the beginning. I posted a clip of that somewhere on my Twitter. You guys can share it. Because she was dogging her out in the beginning. She was the main one alone Paloma. And for her to all of a sudden claim people of color, bitch, don't claim that shit now. Don't claim that you're black now, that things are going on, that you're being evicted, that you're being called out in the interview. Because when the, the crazy thing is, uh, this lady doing this interview is coming at her with questions that we all said in her comment. Because she's remember she posted it for U.S. Weekly. She said, hey, I'm going to have an interview with Amir. If she goes out, what do you guys want to ask her? I straight up asked her, I'm like, why did you bully Taylor? And she just kind of got quiet when it came to Taylor. Oh, I wish we would have talked more. All this kind of stuff. Da, da, da. Bitch, you had the opportunity. You talked about the cookout after the fact. The cookout for you, you spoke about it two different ways. Just like she called you out. But pre-being uh, pre nominated and after being nominated. Okay? So you're acting funny. Oh, I was afraid they, they were going to, you know, say I'm doing the cookout thing again. If you were doing the cookout thing again, why would that have been a bad thing? Let's start there. Why would you come together with people of color in unity to win a, win this uh, big brother? Why would that have been bad? Nothing that Amira is saying, and I'm going to say this too. I have bloggers out there that I'm cool with that we don't agree with, okay? Amira is not the victim. That bitch ain't fucking the victim of me. You are a black girl, light bright, okay? Your face can match the brown bag. If you don't enter the brown bag, please look it up on Google. You can match the brown bag, bitch. Let's get that together. Let's get that straight. Okay? You will never understand the plight of a dark-skinned black woman. I don't give a shit what Taylor is doing. You'll never get that. You buck tooth bitch. You always had it better than her. You lost your face. A colorism, um, well, you know, I don't know uh, colorism, bitch. She is dark. You are bright. You and Jasmine can walk around and pass. If you don't understand me about passing, please Google it. You two can pass when nobody will know if you're black or not. Taylor, myself, and many others, we cannot do that shit. No matter where we go, we're black. God damn it. Your bitch ass can say, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Portuguese, or some shit, and they'll believe your ass. No one even knew you like it now, Mark. And let's be clear. 
had nothing to get biracial. I'm from Louisiana. So Trevor, I say this, my sister is super, super light. Okay, so it's nothing like that. I love my black people regardless of the tone. But I'm going to call out the shit when I call it out. Bitch, you came in that house and you got cool with everybody who wasn't black. Except for Monty, because Monty, whatever. So you did it on purpose. So I don't want to hear bullshit, but I'm so humble now. You know, after coming at the house, I really wish I would have spoke to Taylor more. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Because when she was getting dragged by the and yelled, that was your opportunity at that moment. You just said you didn't witness anything. Cool. So if you didn't witness anything, why is it when he was yelling at her in front of every fucking body, you didn't see a motherfucking thing? You didn't say shit to stop it. And if you didn't like her, you should have stood up for human rights because Daniel treated her like a piece of shit. So bitch, fuck you and your apology. Fuck you and being humble. And bitch, fuck you, period. And I got that out. Amir, you have floor, but I'm going to go ahead and add you, sweetie. That shit was irritating. Go ahead, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm not connecting. But as soon as you get your connection, go ahead and start talking, sweetie. You got the floor. Mary, you got the floor, hey, baby. I actually haven't seen too much, but I have seen um, Amira getting gagged by the colorism question. So I was actually here to actually see what Amira was talking about. Um, but I can say from her exit interview with um, Julie, I really just don't understand how these people don't understand that the actions that they took were towards Taylor were just absolutely it was bullying and then they're trying to figure out like who's the bully um that shit just kind of doesn't make sense to me but I'm gonna let you speak seriously okay um what I um I don't think Ellie's gonna mention is that when Taylor came into the house the reason why she was with the guys is the guys were open to her. The girls were already shut off to her. They watched her in that first competition and they decided they didn't want anything to do with her. And she became the guy's girl because the guys talked to her and the girls didn't. And that just irritates me because that's where it started. It's not because Taylor did anything. It's because they did something. Um, I don't know. And um, I wonder, did anybody see the interview with um, Rachel, Jason, and um, Chada? Because you could see by the body language of Chada that she wasn't having some of the responses that um, uh, Amira was giving. So, does anybody have a comment? Pardon? <clears throat> no, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch the um, interview talking about, but someone had hit me up and said that um, Chada was pretty pissed off. In fact, if you look at Chada's tweets before the interview um, about Amira, a lot of her tweets about Amira were pretty shitty. Like, you could tell she could not stand her. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of came at Chada because it was like, okay. But Chada's coming from a place of this. I was in the cookout. I'm also um, biracial. So to me, even though people came at Chada when she was in the cookout, Chada never presented herself that way the way Amira. And to me, Chada, 
Yeah. Let's, 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 let's be clear. Amira, Amira looks more black. I'm being honest, and, and we have a real talk here. Amira looks more black than Chada, and you, I, I'm not. You have to understand where I'm coming from when I say this. Being a black person is that you are your parents. You were more looking. You look more black, but yet Chada represented us a whole hell of a lot better than you did in a season of cookout. You understand what I'm saying? Her, she's Chada probably grew up yes, black yes. because. So, I, so say it again. I said Chada probably grew up black because we already seen and heard that Amira said that she thought she was white growing up. So she obviously, right. you know, I feel like they all gravitated towards what they were used to, no, which I, is I, why I Amira and Jasmine were connected because, and we just saw Jasmine say, oh, you know, I usually end up like having a white girl best friend or a white yes. friend and yes. stuff like like it's that's why y'all click because y'all both think y'all are the same yes. sometimes it exactly. matters who your mother is because the mother is one that sets the culture in the house okay i'm gonna say this this is this is true i'm because <clears throat> i know i know chada's parents and i know the new lot about chada her parents really focus on both cultures they want her to know both sides and some people are like that even if they i know of a biracial children, because I'm from Louisiana, if you understand, being from Louisiana, it's a lot of um, different races mixed in, Indian, French, whatever. So honestly, I've known white mothers who made a point of their black daughters who are, you know, they're biracial to know their side. They made a point, they want them to, you know, so I'm not even gonna so just say that white mamas, I know white mothers, I know of some who have biracial children who will not play with that shit and make sure they know their grandma, nanas, the hair, all kind of stuff. So, yes, that's true. But at the so, end of the day, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. At oh. the end of the day, you are, you, once you go into the world, you make your own decisions, right? So just like anybody else who come from poor, probably whatever, they ain't their whole life. So you know you're biracial. You chose not to look for your black side. Even though I understand how you maybe or whatever, you still chose to close off your black side. You can't just close it off because you were raised that way. You're not just because you're raised a certain way, you still have to be an adult and go on your own. You understand what I'm saying? So I get some of that, but at one point in time, when do you be an adult and take responsibility for your actions? So I'm multiracial. I'm multiracial. So I do notice some of the differences in the homes of my cousins who had um, um, my father was Hawaiian and Chinese, my mother was white. And so I know that the people, uh, my dad's sisters, their households ran differently, you know. And so it, I still probably more embrace my Hawaiian heritage than I do my Caucasian heritage because I present that way to the world because I'm dark. So I don't know. The whole thing about color and darkness and... I see that so clearly in not only um, black um, uh, families and um, but also in the Hawaiian community, it's the same thing. The darker you are, the lighter you are, it, it's it goes across all cultures, you know. But it just kind of um, Amira is very well spoken. And she can answer the questions really nicely. But I think she's surprised at how many questions she's being thrown. 
Let me ask you a question. You said she's well-spoken, and I'm just asking because um, I was curious to know, what did you mean by that she's well-spoken? I mean, she um, is. She, um, part of it is because um, how successful she is, she knows how to answer a question. And so that's what I'm saying. Not, um, is that when she's interviewed, she knows how to direct the question to make it come off um, more presentable. Do you know what I'm saying by that? I do. I got you. I got that. You. I got that's you. how, what I'm saying about the well-spoken. No, no, I got um, you. <clears throat> he, because I'm watching the interviews and she's saying a lot of the right things. And I know that they're not necessarily true to what happened at the house. Right. No, no, I, I, I get it. But I get it. Planted in a very PC way. <clears throat> no, I, like I said, I understand, I understand that. The reason I was asking because, um, <laughs> and don't take this wrong, I'm about to say, Black people, me, myself, I, you know, I'm 46 years old, so, you know, I've been on earth for a minute. So, <laughs> um, being told that we are um, speaking correctly or speaking a proper way sometimes is a surprise to a lot of people. And I hate to say in 2022, it still is that way. I've been told this recently. Oh, I, you know, you, you speak like you are, you, you're very intelligent, like it's a surprise or a shock, you know, because I grew up in uh, private schools and the military and, you know, things of that nature. I mean, I mean, I would get around some people, and if I spoke or say certain words, I'm like, "Oh my God, you, you know, you, you're very astute." Like, "Oh, well, that's a, a shock that a black woman uh, that." I, can, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It's annoying as hell, but I mean, it's. it's I, I didn't accuse you. That's why I want you to. Explain yeah. What you meant, no, you know, I just oh. meant she knows how to answer the interviewer questions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, she did. I, I have to agree, hundred percent. She pretty much. Um, she's like a lawyer. She knows how to move things around, uh, make people yes. feel a certain type of way. So, yeah, she's really good at that. I agree with that. That's why she was really good in the house and why she was a big threat. So, and, and with that being said, her being a big threat in the house and her getting out, it makes sense. But I hate that bullying has come into this whole entire show because it takes us off the game. Um, I was accused of um, doing um, commentary on only Taylor. Um, it's like, I don't do commentary on only Taylor. Unfortunately, because the game has been set up this way from the beginning, this is what we've been talking about. We weren't set up for success, if you can understand what I'm saying. We were set up to talk about this bullshit because of the way it was presented to us. It wasn't presented to us where they came in, they started playing games, da 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 da, da. It came in where it was like, okay, um, as soon as she walked in the door, like literally the first episode, it was calling her pageant girl. There's a clip of it somewhere on my Twitter where they were giggling and talking about her Paloma, Amira, and ja Jasmine was laughing the hardest. I noticed that in that clip, Jasmine and Amira was laughing the hardest. See, Amira has selective uh, memory. Now that she's out of the house and time has passed, she's like, oh, I was, I was actually there for her. In the beginning, she was right there with her. And her and Jasmine had this, Jasmine <clears throat> had this thing, this hard on for Taylor from the beginning because of how her own, she has a problem with her own appearance. And it had nothing to do with the, the skin tone, I don't know if it was a body body um, issues or whatever. I'm just being frank about it. Um, I think that she had issues with herself internally and she took it out on Taylor. I don't think Amira had it. I think Amira was just kind of a follower in, in that in that whole situation. And so Paloma. But to me, Jasmine is the queen of that. When she, I saw someone posted that she literally went to the DR and said she can't stand Taylor or whatever. Then the, the producers asked her, well, how should Taylor be treated? She said the same way she treated the whole entire time. 
That's why I feel like the queen of all this was Ben Jasmine. I cannot wait for her to come out of this house. I'm a drag her. I'm a drag her by that broken ass fucking foot and feed her another goddamn pie. I can't stand that bitch. I'm sorry. Um, welcome Frankie to the panel. Um, if I mute yourselves, please. Frankie, go ahead and get the floor, baby. Yeah, uh Amira is full of shit. Um uh like I didn't see the full interview uh of Amira did, but I did uh watch a clip where she says um she's open uh to listen to Taylor um talking about colorism. And I was just like, uh last time I checked, I'm pretty sure she did talk to you about colorism. And not to mention you and Jasmine have the nurse said that she's not black. So I don't know why you try to uh backtrack. What what do you think? Uh what did you think about it, Kamisha? She said um she's willing uh to um listen to Taylor uh speaking about uh colorism. I really feel like that's bullshit too, because you're saying this now conveniently after you've been taken out of the house. See, this is the thing. You can't be, it's, I call it sometiming. It's a country saying. It was like, sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. It's like, you can't just say one day I'm black and one day I'm not. And that's what I think that Amir does. She's like the defense of that. And, and you know what? Hey, we would love to be able to just ride that wave and act like we're black, not black. If I get in my car, well, I'm in my car now, but if I drive up the street and the cops see me, he's going to see a black woman. He can't, he's not going to be questioning me saying, well, I'm not sure she's black or not. She can do that. And it's not fair to all of us who are black as fuck, and, and we can't do that. So to me, Amir rides that fence. If anyone has seen, let me ask you a question. Have anybody seen Imitation of Life? Now, I know this is an old-ass movie, but has anybody seen the movie Imitation of Life? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> What I want you guys, I mean, what I want you guys to do is look it up on YouTube. You ain't gonna watch the whole even the movie is good as fuck. And you have to be like have a wine and some shit. You gonna cry a lot of tissue. I'm very serious. I really want my people who and I call you guys because my everybody who watches me, they're my crew. Kamisha Views crew. So Twitter is no different. You guys are my crew, hundred percent, okay? Because you guys support me. The way that guy was talking shit, my last uh spaces and y'all went off on him. I was like, it's recorded. That shit was fucking everything. I just want to say that real quick. Shout out to you, Lewis, if you're listening. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we got your back. We got your back. Oh, that 100%. was everything, bro. I was like, but anyway, um, if you go to YouTube and look up Imitation of Life, it is a very old movie, and it came out in the 40s and 50s. And the guy went, the person who made it went through a whole lot to make it, because you have to understand this time period, showing a movie where black people were stars of it really wasn't a thing, especially back then. And so it's about um, a, a mother and a, a, she has a little girl and she's actually biracial. She looks more white than she looks black. So her mother would put her in classes for her education, obviously, to elevate her daughter in white classes because they knew she, they thought she was white. The daughter mentally had issues because she was like, I'm white. I'm white mama. She talked to her mom like shit. Her mom was about black as me. And she would say, I'm white, I'm white, I'm white. It's really a good movie because I don't, want to feel, I don't want to tell the ending, but she realized too late that what her mama said was correct. You know, she realized way too late. And I, if, in, if anyone's in this space, I really want you guys to at least look at the cliff notes of the movie, because next time we have a space, I'm going to talk about it and ask you guys if you've seen it. Um, 
it's a really good movie. It's really a good breakdown of everything that is, we're experiencing watching this Big Brother. And Amira reminds me, her and Jasmine remind me of the girl in the movie. And if you watch the movie, you're going to say, oh my God, she was fucking right. So it's like a homework assignment. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you guys, but sometime today, if you guys can look it up, even look at just the transcripts of her, whatever, I don't care. I want you guys to look into that movie. And then this time I want to talk about this further. Now, does anybody else have anything they want to um, add to the conversation about the interview? If you, I know I have Frankie up here with Frankie. Anybody want to add anything to the conversation? I guess if, oh, you could go ahead, serious. Okay, I was just wondering how many interviews everybody watched and which ones. To be honest, all I watched was the mirror one. Um, I didn't really care about watching anything. I didn't want to watch Pooch, dumbass. And I oh. didn't watch. I know, I know that Amir, I know, I know Amir has been everywhere interview, and I've been hearing about it. She's all over the place. I, I really wasn't crazy about it because I saw the interview with U.S. Weekly, and it was enough for me to see that she literally is going to try backpedal, and she's not doing a good job at that. I don't think she realized coming out of the house how toxic her behavior was to us. And I think she was like, oh, shit, they really didn't like what we were doing in the house. You could tell by her face when U.S. Weekly, when she asked the question, she was looking like, uh, wait, that was wrong? Like that. So I, I'm not interested in seeing the rest of her interviews. I just wanted to see the original one and see what she had to say. And it's, I still, I feel worse about her than I did when she was in the house. I thought she was going to be really more humble to her behavior. And in reality, she did not. She was just trying to make, well, I was there for her. I, I was the only one standing up for her, bitch. Stop. If that was the case, we would all be saying you were the one standing up for her. You're the only one. But, bitch, you weren't. You were the one talking the most shit. You said one thing that we saw on camera when you said, well, she didn't really mean that way. And Daniel said, I don't give a fuck. And what'd you say? Nothing. When he yelled at her, what'd you say? Nothing. When he fucking yelled at her in front of everybody, a grown-ass woman, you could have said, hey, Daniel, stop. I would have. But you didn't say anything. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to add Bunny uh, up here. Bunny, you have the floor. Whenever it connects. I know it takes a while, but go ahead. Whenever you get your connection, uh, Bunny, you can go ahead and speak. Oh, where'd she go? Did she hear Bunny? I thought, hold up, because I think mine. Oh, I see her. I don't know if she can okay. hear me. Bunny. Oh, there, there, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Ooh, I am hot, hot, hot. I have never been this engrossed in Big Brother until this year. I've watched every year, but this year, they just taken it to a level that's unbelievable. That bitch Amira is doing damage control because she knows her job is on the line. How the hell do you have a job in diversity and inclusion and you treat a tailor like shit? Everything your job is supposed to do and that's the way you treat someone? Oh no. I have watched zero interview because all I know is she's spinning because she knows her job is on the line now. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's probably going to affect her workplace. I don't. Do you think they're gonna actually terminate her for that though? What do you think? Well, I hear, that, really bad. 
I hear that Google is very uh, got what is it uh, lawsuits against them for um, racism. So she probably fits right in, but that's the people that you have in your department and your division. Diversity and inclusion. When Taylor tried to talk to you about colorism, you wanted to joke about it. And you definitely did not include her in on anything. I'm just like, she's a joke. She's a joke. And she's just doing damage control. And she didn't, just like you said, she did not know how bad she has been portrayed in that house. But baby, welcome to the real world because we're getting ready to drag you for filth. But you said, okay, hold on. You said that when Taylor tried to talk to her about it, she joked about it. But it's funny when it was brought up in the interview, she was like, you know, um, I didn't know Taylor's experience. Um, I wish we could talk one-on-one. It's like she, like I said, selective memory. Like she doesn't remember any of these conversations or anything. It's just funny that you say that. Exactly. So the thing about it is Google may be, I don't know if they're racist. I'm not going to say they are, but what I'm saying is whether they're racist or not, I said they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they look in the public eye is very important to any company. Mm-hmm. You know, so they feel like a mirror is going to drag them down. They'll fire her. I'm just being honest. They will fire her ass. If <laughs> they think that she's going to bring the bad uh, publicity to their situation, she's one person. They'll fire her first or say a statement. We saw the show, no condoning, la, 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 la. Some kind of little public, you know, little comment and mm-hmm. she'll be gone. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Frankie has his hand up. What's going on, baby? Oh, yeah. Another thing that kind of bothered me about Amira is that how you go to, um, after when Turner um, backdoor you, how you going to say, well, who was bullying her? I have I have done nothing but uh, have her back. And then when Alyssa called her a cockroach, what when Alyssa called Taylor a cockroach, you didn't say anything. So I'm, and I I just don't get with Amira. And then on top of that, she, her and Jasmine um, made a slick comment talking about, oh, the cookout fell, um, their success in the BB. I'm just like, how is how is the cookout's fault? That's a, see, this is a, a thing that I don't get with um some people. They they want to say they blame the cookout as the um why black people are going to be targeted and blah 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 blah. And I was like, is it really that necessary to blame the cookout? Because and don't get me wrong, I don't expect them like to do the cookout 2.0, but like you could have at least like make sure you have each other's back instead of just like bashing each other and stuff like that. But because Taylor is a dark skinned black woman, you have Monty, Terrence, Amira, and Jasmine, the other black people, they they did not give one fuck about her. Up until week three, when uh, Monty decided um, Paloma was actual lying, and so that's the reason why he decided he wanted to act cool and work with her. But as far as Amira and Jasmine, they're still not innocent because if they really care about Taylor, then they would they would have stopped the bully a long time ago, back in week one. So, so Amira and Jasmine, for them to be um, Black women, 
that that wants to uh, be colorist towards Taylor. Like, it's just so frustrating because you, I mean, you want to see uh, black women uh, do well on Big Brother. So I'm confused. Like, why do you have to be so trash towards Taylor? Yeah, I, I just don't understand Amira, and I cannot wait to drag her. Now, as far as Pooch and uh, Paloma, they're they're not going to own up to what what they did was wrong because at the end of the day, uh, these are the type of uh, racist white Karens who will say microaggression shit about black people, and then they want to backtrack and talk about, oh, we don't see we don't see everything on live beats, bullshit. We got the receipts, so stop the bullshit. They have no idea. Um, I'm gonna bring you a queen. They have no idea what we actually, you know, know. We're very knowledgeable. There's somebody said that they want to see a big brother with the Twitter um, people, and I was like, you know, real talk, <laughs> that would be everything. For one thing, they couldn't take me. I already know that they could not fucking take people me. will be going home left and right. Bitch, let me tell you something. Y'all, y'all will be y'all will be in Twitch spaces saying commissioner reviews about to take all these bitches out today. Because it, it would be a, it would be a I will give y'all entertainment damn near every fucking day. I might get sent home the first or second week, but you'll be entertained and I'll burn that motherfucker down before I get about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Queen, you have the floor, baby. Hey y'all, good morning. Look at y'all up early in the morning. Um the um the interviews by Amira, she was stuttering left and right. Um she couldn't get her thoughts straight. And I know right now running through her mind, she was like, "Wait a minute. When in my life has a dark-skinned black woman ever got this much love, this much uh attention why are they asking me about taylor i know it it is boggling her mind that anyone is interested in taylor because i in her life you know how people are they are a certain ethnicity uh but they're not culturally that like for example someone might be hispanic but they can't speak spanish like uh Alyssa that's on um that's on the challenge right now She's Hispanic, but she can't speak Spanish. She doesn't really know the culture, so on and so forth. So it's, she doesn't, Amira has not lived a life that she can really even say that she understands the black experience. Mm-hmm. You go through her socials. She doesn't have any black friends in her socials. It's just, it's just pitiful that she doesn't realize that she's she's internalized all the races and that she's also a person that even added to it and made it worse. And I think someone pointed it out. Uh, absolutely. She's um, saying that she didn't, you know, I contributed to it at the beginning. It was just, it was hearsay. You know, I people were just dogpiling on someone and so on and so forth. Just taking no accountability whatsoever. What she really needs to be asking herself is if someone said somebody said something, why did we believe Oma and we didn't believe Taylor? Why? Because of colorism. Let's keep it real. You're not going to believe the dark-skinned black girl, but you're definitely going to believe the 
Hispanic girl, right? You're even going to com- uh, create a a whole alliance after she's gone and name it after her. Pose Pack is in Paloma's Pack. Really? That's disgusting. Um, and imagine if someone like Monty was on um, was on Big Brother 20 with Bailey. Bailey went to Chris on the first day, Swaggy. Bailey went to Swaggy on the first day and said, hey, turn it down a little bit. You know, you're getting a little bit of attention, you know, dial it back a little bit. And he knew exactly what she meant. These white folks aren't ready for all of this flavor that you're bringing up in here and this hype. So <laughs> dial it back a little bit. And he did. I don't know if y'all noticed, but when we got the feeds, he went from, because they took a lot of from before we had feeds, he went from like pointing at cameras and, you know, gang gang and all that all over the cameras. And he just, he toned it down just a little bit, you know, because white people be getting scared. And, um, Imagine if, imagine if Bailey had went to someone like Monty and say, "Hey, tone it down a little bit." He would have ran and told it, and oh my gosh! And there were way more racist people in BB Twenty, and they would have hopped mm-hmm. right on that. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And so 100%. it's it's just it's crazy to me how those two don't even realize that they're as that they are contributing to, they have bought into uh, and internalized racism and they're projecting it back onto Taylor because they don't understand that Taylor is, is beautiful. She's dark skinned. She's black. When the society that they have accepted and internalized is telling them that Black women are aggressive. They're going to explode. They can't possibly be beautiful. They can't possibly be intelligent. They can't be graceful. They're not deserving of protection. They are the reason and the fault with everything. The sun came up this morning and it was 95 degrees. That must be Taylor's fault. You know, (laughs) it rained. Well, she caused uh, the buildup of the moisture in the clouds. You know, it's just. Everything is Taylor's fault because they bought into that. And there was one more thing I was going to say, and then I was going to be done for now. What was it? Um, uh, I can't remember what it is, but when I remember, I will raise my hand. But yeah, Amir is stumbling all over the place. Um, and she's she's not going to have that job. This is This is about consequences. And people are like, well, you can't cancel someone when they've sh- their worst moment, so on and so forth. If we see that you have that many clips or you even have one clip of you saying something when there are 24-hour live feeds, imagine how much stuff you said and did that we didn't even see. Amen. But that's what gets me when they yeah. come out of the house and say, you didn't see everything. When the, when the cameras were down, when the feeds were down... But if we saw what we saw when the feeds were up and the feeds are 24 hours, seven days a week, I can't even imagine mm. what you were saying if, when, when they were down. And they're only down during HOH, before eviction, veto competition, I mean, veto selection, veto competition. Um, and uh, what other time, y'all? Oh, that 30, 15 to 30 minutes in the morning when they turn the music on and they're waking them up. That's the only time that feeds are down. So are you kidding me? If you're doing that in the the times that we can see, 
I know that you done way you did way more awful things when the feeds were down. I agree with that. I think that she did a whole lot more. I just like I said, I told you guys that when she comes out of the house, she's gonna be very, very surprised um about her behavior and how you feel about it. The thing of it is people can people can um defend the black men all they want to. They can defend um even a mirror book tube looking ass and fucking jasmine oh my god two light country bumpkin bitch ass i'm not gonna do that and if anybody wants to debate me for that please dm me or dm any of my crew because i'll debate you all motherfucking day on twitter live on youtube live any fucking where anybody knows i would never run from a fight run from any argument debate i love to debate all day i have facts to back it up those bitches came for taylor there's not a goddamn thing you can tell me that Monty and Terrence in the beginning weren't there for her either. I'm not saying there should be all, y'all should carry Taylor across the floor or anything. But the thing of it is, they all cater to the light bright bitches. And I don't know how any black person can understand that. And to me, the people of color are the ones who are talking the most shit. I'm talking about outside Twitter. And I don't understand that. Unless you just only like white people and don't like your own fucking black ass, I don't understand how it's okay that Amira and uh, Jasmine went in there passing and treated Taylor like a piece of shit. That's it. And now we, we really could not focus on game because the injustice that we saw. We spoke out about it. And I stand in that shit. I regret nothing. Go ahead, Queen. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. I was um I think that a lot of these people are are wanting and uh wanting to be absolved quickly from what they did. And I I say no. I say they don't deserve uh absolvement because they don't even see what they did as wrong. I think that easily accepting that Taylor is the reason why X Y and Z happened is something that takes more than oh, I'm sorry, or, hey, she didn't mean that with any ill intent, and then you backed off. That was the only time. And so I think it takes a whole lot longer than that, and I think that they're not going to be canceled. They're simply going to get the the just consequences that they deserve for their behavior because they are, they are crabs in a bucket. Monty, Jasmine, um, and Amira, and Terrence. They're all crabs in a bucket. They had no problem saying that dark-skinned woman needs to be the butt of everybody's jokes, needs to be the scapegoat, needs to be uh, the uh, person that we bully and we ostracize and we isolate and we make up things about, you know, they they had no problem with that. Why? Because she's dark-skinned and that's all colorism. And I think someone mentioned it. She's trying to say they never had a conversation about it. They had three conversations to be exact, about colorism. And so she can play that game if she wants to, but she is literally lying. And I'm glad that she's probably gotten her a full night's sleep now. She got her phone back after she did all those interviews um, yesterday. And so as soon as she gets uh, a couple of days and she tries to come on Twitter or go back on her Instagram or whatever, she better get ready. Um, but I ain't going to be too strong on it because, you know, white people, you know, when you, you say one little thing, they just, hey, now, not not too much, not too much. That's not your place. We got this. 
You know what I ain't got time for you this morning with your shenanigans. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh my girls up here. Kiss my cheeks is up here. I'll let. I'm gonna let kiss my cheeks go, and then uh, Mary, please. Hey everybody. I'm not gonna talk too long because I was cooking breakfast and I'm eating breakfast. And I didn't even listen to the whole interview yet. That's marked for me to listen to today. But I had to say something about Amira and Google. When I was listening to y'all have the conversation about will she lose her job? Will she not lose her job? I'm kind of thinking she won't. Because this is what big corporations do when they want a diversity person in that position. They hire somebody who is anti-black like Amira. So when she rules in their favor on diversity situations they could be like well oh it was a black person who did it Amira said it wasn't racist so it can't be <clears throat> so I don't think they gonna fire her because I think they hired exactly who they wanted to be in that position and maybe the optics she might get fired some kind of 50 50 but I want to say if anybody out there listening and y'all has some kind of diversity claim come across Amira's desk, I would appeal that shit because you now see who was the person acting on your behalf in that situation. Um, I don't think Amira is going to learn anything from her actions because in her mind, her truth is her truth. And it's unfortunate because you have to be open to learning and she's not open to learning from her actions. She wants to stand in her truth and whatever it is in her delusional la la land, Taylor did something to her. So that's why she can't be open to it because she's not open to learning. So I expect her to duck and dodge these questions and say what she has to say to keep her job but it's unfortunate and I think <clears throat> to address another thing why we say this season of Big Brother is worse than the other racist seasons because we see black people doing it <clears throat> that's what makes it harder to watch for me is that it's black people participating in it so I'm going to listen to Amira's interview later on today. I'm going to continue to enjoy the conversation because I haven't listened to the interview to actually speak on it. But I had to get that little piece off of my chest. Thank you, Kamisha. No problem, baby. Amira, I know he got something to say. Let's go. Okay, so... Ugh, I just lost my name. So, there's a a snippet of an interview I put up there and Amira basically admits that there was bullying in the house from Taylor. And now she finally will say that she was a part of that bullying, which is really funny to me because when she was in the house, she was like, well, who's been bullying Taylor? So again, it's like, are y'all just like, I, I don't understand. There, there has to be a point where you have to, leave the optics of the house and how other people in the house are going to look at you and just be a decent person because sometimes being a decent person is all you need to do to keep you in the house and I feel like she like someone said she's doing a lot of damage control because she's out of the house and I don't know if it's her you know looking from the outside and actually understanding that hey I was kind of a part of something that wasn't okay or if it's her just saying, I'm going to say what's right so that I can 
look as good as I can for the people who are outside. But when you get your phone and I, I don't think she's going to like search them and on the, the hashtag, but you're going to see people who are really going to know everything that you've said and done. And we're going to have opinions about you and you're not going to like that. Um, and then I also saw in an interview, she, she now knows that Alyssa is really, Alyssa is honestly the reason that the pose pack is going to go home. Most of the people who were in it that aren't in the leftovers. Um, she says that <clears throat> her approach to when Daniel yelled at Taylor, um, his approach to that, her approach to that was, I'm going to go to everybody individually because she was still thinking about the game. So I think for her, everything came back to the game. And it's like, we don't know what you're feeling if all you're thinking about is the game. And this, and I feel like even in past seasons, when people have a problem with something, regardless of what alliance they're in or who their target is, they wouldn't sacrifice their morals for the game. And I feel like a lot of people did that in that moment because they're still thinking, how is this going to look to the other people if I defend Taylor? If I tell Daniel that he's wrong, if I tell Nicole that he's wrong, I feel like the moment that Nicole brought that information to Daniel, there should have been somebody in that moment saying, no, Taylor didn't even mean it like that. Like, I don't even know. And even then it was like, Amir, I mean, Daniel didn't care after the fact because you already yelled at Taylor. So there's that. And then she does. Also, I'm sorry, she also says, she says something about Jasmine and their conversation about um, being a person of color and being a Black woman and the fact that her, t her conversation with Taylor and how they're going to, you know, be coming after strong Black women. And she, and like, when she had the conversation with Jasmine and Monty and Kyle, and she was literally like calling her a cockroach, um, she's she was just saying, "Oh, you know, I was just trying to be nice." So it's like it's really hard to see when she's actually being genuine. And then she also says when she tries to bring up the conversation of colorism and the treatment of black women in with Jasmine, Jasmine kind of turns it around on herself, and she didn't know how to navigate the conversation um in a way that was not offensive to jasmine i guess so it's really weird because it's like i really feel like you just don't you didn't feel like there was any type of colorism or race problem until you were put up on the block 100 percent, i agree with you 100 percent. uh queen go ahead mama I just wanted to quickly note that um, um, or piggyback on what was said earlier about the racism and the um, uh, the colorism and things like that being even worse this season um, than others because it was it's it was done with the with the um, approval with the uh, license from the black people themselves inside the house. But we also have to remember that the black people 
inside the house don't accept or even want to say that they've had a black experience. Look at Amira. She's biracial. She has no black experience. She's raised in a home with white people. Uh, Jasmine is basically out here passing and not really having a real black experience, a quote unquote real uh, black experience either. And even if she is, she's she's not accepting of it. Um, she's benefiting from being uh, as close to white as she can possibly be. They call that. Um, they ca- it'll come to me. In I a call second, it. But- I call it passing. I call it passing. Right. And it's, it's, it's any, your nearest uh, to white that you can be. And that comes in all, in all groups. You got black people that do it is, is white, you know, as light skinned as they can be, or as near as they can be to white proximity. That's what they call it. Proximity to whiteness. You have Asian Americans. If you look at the Asian Americans, they are, they have their own proximity to whiteness and think about the Southeast Asians. They get treated worse um, than um, like the Chinese or the Japanese because their skin has less melanin in it. I mean, it has more melanin than the people in uh, the Far East Asian countries. I could go on and on. But the call is coming from inside the house. So the racism is worse because they literally gave license to people like Daniel, Nicole, Indy, um uh, pooch, so on and so forth. Because notice some of the worst things that were said about Taylor were said to Black people. And those Black people never said a word. So emboldened is how the the folks became. You had Nicole get even worse. You had Pooch sitting up there talking. He was going to, uh, pardon my language, he was going to fucking kill Taylor. Indy's going to um, do something to Taylor. Nicole's going to kick her ass. Uh Daniel's going to throw hot soup on her. All of these things are said in front of black people. And when the black people don't stand up for Taylor, it just became, it became worse. I mean, think about even, I'm thinking about even yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw the nonsense that was going on on Twitter. I was living for it. It had been so long since the challenge had fed us the way that they were yesterday. Um, But Shan called out um, uh, Angela Rummins. From Big Brother Twenty. Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on, on Twitter. Yes. Oh, oh honey. God. Oh yes. Just <laughs> go. She she activated her account to drag Alyssa, and then Angela caught strays because uh, Shan been pissed off because on the show, Angela was like, "Yeah, put put Shan on the block, but don't tell her because you know she's gonna explode." Basically, a microaggression. It's exactly what Angela did on Big Brother Twenty trying to make the black people quote unquote explode by uh treating them a certain way. Anyway, um so yesterday heads up y'all heads up y'all this is gonna be on my other space for today. I did not even know anything about that. Go ahead mom continue I'm sorry. Oh yes you gotta have a space on that because I got a lot to say. But what you'll notice is it's I, I knew that all of this was probably coming out because when I was like why is Angela hanging out with all these black people, you go to her social media and she doesn't have a single solitary black person anywhere on her social media. And then three weeks ago, all of a sudden she was Cash's best friend, Kylan's best friend. Um, I'm trying to think of all the black people that have been hanging around with her. 
but it, basically all the black people from um from the challenge she's been hanging around now she's their best friend she's going to miami to party with them when she never did before anyway so when shan drug her ass and called her a clans pr- woman y'all she called her a clans woman i was like my oh, jaw hit the floor and so when shan called her that and then of course right after that here comes angela with the clips one of her stands found a, a video of X talking about how fun and amazing uh, Angela was. And so, yeah. And But Stan, uh, Shan, she responded. Shan pulled out the clip from BB20. Yeah, skin discoloration clip. They, I was like, all I could say at the end of that was, amen. Pastor Shan. The what, what, what? Yeah, the, the what? <laughs> And I remember the skin thing when she was trying to say what I'm about a darkest bay or something like that. I've watched that season. I remember and I couldn't stand her. That was the most interesting. Yeah, she said. Yeah, what she said was, "Oh, look at my skin. It's like, oh, I'm I'm as dark as bay. That's what um, Rachel said. And then um, Angela said, "My mom's gonna be so pissed at me." Um, she said, uh, "Look how dark I am with the ghetto skin." And then that wasn't the only thing she did. She threw. Uh, condoms on Bailey's bed where her and Swaggy were sleeping. It was just, it was a lot of stuff. She, um, she isolated and was treating Bailey so bad that her best friend now, the one she said yesterday on Instagram, she would die for. Haley Brocker was like, you know what? Let me go on over here and let me, uh, let me go ahead and tell these people I'm the hacker because I'm not fitting to sit here for the way they treating Bailey. She had a whole house meeting because of the way they were treating Bailey and said, look, I'm the hacker. Stop treating Bailey like this. Because they were basically treating Bailey like they treated Taylor. And so when you, when you got white people having to stand up uh, for somebody, that says a lot. And so, yeah, it was it was some good stuff yesterday. But she did exactly what every white person does. And what has happened on BB24. Oh, no, no, no. I'm okay with what I'm doing to this black person. Because look, I got permission. Or this this black person likes me. They pull out their token Negro. Because they've been given license to treat somebody a certain way. But that's just what I wanted to say real quick. I'm going to go back to eating my breakfast. I need you to send me some clips, Mama. Because I'm going to schedule a spaces to get into this challenge. I, I cover, I recap the challenge as well. Um, I recap a lot, but um, I didn't know anything was going on. I saw my girl had spaces up yesterday, but I didn't know what the hell was going on. So can you send me some clips and stuff to my DM? Because I'll be scheduling the space later on. Um, I see Susie has your hand up. Go right ahead. You had the floor. Okay. Um, this is going back to some thoughts that I was thinking. Um, how does everybody feel about the fact that it's less about what Amira specifically said and more about her actions because I found that she alienated Taylor from everybody by questioning people who spoke to Taylor. There was so much more about pushing Taylor into a corner that was just downright mean, cruel, and... um that bothered me, I think, a lot more than the little questions is that they giggled and cackled. And then Amira was the one that went out and executed the alienation. And um, also, 
uh, Mike Bloom did an interview with Amira and he does rapid fire, like say three words about each contestant. And you should see how Amira answered regarding Taylor. She kept going, um, 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 and she just couldn't spit out an answer. Um, so I'm just curious what people think about um, Amira's actions versus the comments she said behind Taylor's back. Um, anybody want to jump in and answer that? My thing is with uh, Amira, um, I don't know, man. She's just going to have to really, she's going to dig deep and do her own work because I don't think she realized how much work she has to do. I don't know what her family going to tell her or any of her close friends, but even her white friends are probably going to say, Mama, that wasn't the move. Nothing you did was correct. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to tell her in her circle, regardless of the race, that her behavior was trash. Now, I don't know if she's going to change, but it's going to be up to her to do that work, in my opinion. Um, Queen, I'm sorry, uh, Amiri, do you want to jump in and answer the question that she just asked to the uh, panel? If I'm being honest, um, her words and her actions pretty much lined up, in my opinion. I think that she... She, I mean, there's one clip where she, she, there's a couple of times where she just says, girl, fuck you when it, in regards to Taylor. Um, and so it's, it's, and it's the same day that she'll like have some conversation. Like I was, the conversation, I just don't feel like anything she's doing is really genuine. Like I feel like, oh, I'm going to hear her out, but I know that I don't like her. I know that I want her out of this house. Like, it's not just, oh, let's get Taylor out because she's the target. It's get Taylor out because I don't want to be around her, this, that, and the other. She's getting too close to Joseph, whatever the reason is. Um, <clears throat> I do think that it should, I really hope that most of these players get a very rude awakening when they get, you know, their phones and when they see that people are not rocking with the way that they treated her and just the way that she moved. I feel like a lot of the things she said just weren't like, okay. Um, Amiri. Yes. She, she would say that Taylor was snarky and made snarky comments. She also said I that she felt was sneaky. like um, Amira was the snarkiest with the comments. Very. I feel like a lot of them were quite. She was. I have to hold on. I have to admit that Amira's comments. It was um, okay. Jasmine comments to me were like hateful, like I hate this bitch kind of thing. Yes. Kind of like bitch. You know, you'll never sit with us. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Amira's comments was was snarky. Yes, I'll admit that. But she also was kind of like you're beneath me. That's how I saw Amira. I thought Jasmine just hated her outright, just outright. Jasmine hated her from the moment that she walked in. That's what it gave. It, it never gave, let me get to know Taylor. It was a, after maybe the first or second day, it was, Taylor, can you cook me something? It was, and I think honestly, that's one of Jasmine's worst moments um, is when she was like, oh, hey, Taylor, can you, would you mind cooking this for me? And then goes, to Pooch or whoever she was talking to, oh, you know, I don't do that fake stuff. You know, like, I know. Like, no, you asked her to make the rice for you. And then the other bad moment was her saying, you'll never be able to talk to me. Um, 
you couldn't even get my time in the real world. Like, Jasmine, your time is literally an Instagram DM. Get out of my face. Wait, hold on. Didn't she just say you, she would have to pay her for her time? Like, bitch? She did. I couldn't believe I don't, it. She doesn't even do anything where people don't pay her for her time. They, they pay her for a post. They pay her so. for the fake-ass nails, too, don't they? Because you think you're such an Atlanta, Boston shit, bitch. But yeah, you pander to black people. You do the fake nails and shit. Who think you? Who do you think buys that shit from your stupid ass? Think about the demographic that she has. You're an ATL. Who buys her fake nails? Be clear. I'm being transparent <laughs> here. But yeah, you always talk a lot of shit about your own people. But yet, your people buy your product. So make that make sense. She's just pandering to what she knows she can sell. That's what it is. She, that might be true, but the thing of it is, she forgot where she came from. I know her. I saw. I posted up in the uh, whatever. What she, she calls it? The, the y'all call it the Tron or October Tron? Whatever the fuck y'all call it? Shit. Anyway, Jasmine, she with her own family who says she's a bully. So she's been a yeah. Bully her her sister said that. Yeah, that's her own blood who said that. And then she the said fuck? that the sister was sensitive. No. So. I'm saying is, if she does that to her own blood, her own blood, you come at the same fucking womb. What the fuck do we expect her to do for a black woman in the house she didn't know? Seriously, what what do we expect? If we knew that from the beginning, we probably like, oh yeah, of course. But we thought differently because we saw a black woman. You know, she's you know we don't look at the fact she's light skinned face value. We all did like, okay, she's black. There's black. They they probably gonna watch her the back. I think everybody collectively can say they thought that. Until they started hearing her talk. Then they realized, oh, she don't give a fuck about black people. Like like George Bush, like Kanye say, George Bush don't like black people. That's jazz in the mirror all day. Uh, yeah, ja- Jasmine said she was black when she needed to say she was black. Like when she was uh, talking to Terrence about, uh, you know, when Terrence was like, oh, you know, I want to align with you because we're both married and Oh, you're you you a sister, but she's not a sister. Like I feel like I don't even feel like Jasmine subscribes to the word sister because she's not even hanging around quote unquote sisters except for her one black best friend. It's what she said. And even then, it feels like the way that she described it, it felt like this black person is white aligned. That's what it was giving. So it's still like you. She just uses her blackness when it's convenient for her because she can. And I'm because even in her, if we're being honest, even in her post, she's not like, I wouldn't see, I don't see anything where she's really embracing her being a black woman unless it's saying, I'm a black woman and, uh, you know. I'm a business owner, some shit like that. You know how they have like, oh, successful black woman pages or things like that. That's what I feel like she uses her blackness for. So, I mean, kudos to you, but also like, fuck you, because that's a shitty thing to do.
Hey, can y'all hear me? Because Spacey took me out for a second. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm sorry. We was all sitting here on silent. I was like, uh, what happened? <laughs> no, my, I got back into my car. My Bluetooth kind of like went weird and gave me a, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I heard a, the last, I missed a little bit. Was that you talking to me, baby? I missed um the last part of the thing that you said. Was that you talking? Yeah, I think I was just basically saying, um, I feel like she just uses her blackness mm-hmm. for her business, which is influencing i'm i'm assuming because that's what we like most people have seen is her like her content um promoting brands or doing just things of that nature so i just feel like she uses her blackness when it's when it's beneficial for her Um, yes yes i 100% agree with that what you're saying i I love when you're talking mary i swear i'm gonna start making you a co-host sometimes because you'd be on it but um no, yeah. I, 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 I agree 100% with what you're saying. And it's unfortunate because, you know, like I said, I grew up I grew up everywhere. I'm a military brat. So I can say I have experiences from so many different sides. Honestly, one day I'm going to do a story time with you guys. I have so many stories to tell. Being a dark-skinned black woman, but grow, a young lady, but growing up uh, in different cultures and different things. Because in the military, you, you as a black person, you're not the minority as you assume that you are. You're actually not. Because I grew up with so many different cultures and all their parents was in the military it was a bunch of us, and it was cool to live like that. But when I came back to America, I had like a, a crash course of, oh, oh, bitch, you're black. You know, I'm being very, really serious about this. You're in a bubble when you're in the military. But when you get back home to America, everybody's like, oh, um, you're a black girl, and you're intelligent, and you sound, I, I got called white girl by my own people for like half my life. Because I went to a lot of private schools, and I, you know, I didn't know. Um, I spoke a certain type of way. And I remember when I came back to Louisiana, everybody was calling me white girl, like my family. And I was just like, what the fuck is going, you know? And my parents would tell me, look, don't worry about it. My parents were awesome. They would tell me, look, you're, you're such a black a young lady. Don't worry about it. If they're saying that your dialect is horrible or whatever, they don't understand. Because I came from, I was born originally from California. So when I came back um, over, you know, from be traveling, uh, they called myself and my sister, they called us white girls. And, and not only by black people, um, people who are not black also call me white girl, and it was annoying because I didn't. I, as a young girl, I didn't understand why the way I spoke had them identify me as something other than what I really was. And you know, and it, it it took my parents to literally. My parents are awesome to talk to me, and they always encouraged me and said, like, "You're you're astute, you're smart. If they don't get it, fuck them." You know, and so I always looked at their life like that, like, "Bitch, fuck you. I don't have to have a certain dialect. I know I'm fucking black." God damn it, that, that, that shit don't wash off, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, my dialect does not define me. So I'm, I'm saying all that to say that I understand that some black people are able to pass as something other than black, whether they did it intentionally or, you know, on purpose or whatever. Um, for me, it was never intentional for me to speak that way and to be called a white girl. It just was my environment that I was around. With that being said, I think that if you choose, choose to pass because you want to do it, it, it's, it's horrible. I met someone spoke about the um, Asian cultures. I talked to somebody yesterday. They were saying, like, in their culture, them getting the surgery and changing their eyes and all that kind of stuff is frowned upon because it's like you turn your back on your culture because you want to look more American or whatever. A lot of um, uh, Korean and Asian, they would change their eyes um, when they was in the uh, entertainment business. Like Julie Chen, I'll t- get an example. She had the surgery. That If you look at that surgery online, it's controversial in their country because they look at it like, look, damn, you pretty much just completely turned your back. It would be essentially the same as if a black woman decides 
to get rid of her hips and ass. And I mean, I'm being like dramatic, but her hips and her ass and lighten her skin and try to downsize her breasts or whatever, just to try to make her look not as black as possible. So it's like, it's going on for years where culturally women have tried to change their looks or whatever from the beginning to be more American. This is nothing like new. But in 2022, that should not be. It should not be that you have to almost mask or hide that you're black. That should never be popular or okay. And the fact that no one doesn't speak about it anymore is also dramatically bad. And I know a lot of people always say, and I get black men who say that they get treated badly and that we don't defend them. Okay. I get that. But the other side of that coin is a black woman is on the bottom pole of everything, including white women. Women are low anyway. I've said this more than one time. Women are low anyway. A black woman's going to be under that. And for those that's not true, that's some bullshit. Show me receipt, but it has not changed. Okay, we were always the maids. We were always the mammies. We were always all these things, right? So explain to me, please, where we are treated better, and it's not. So can you imagine nobody wants to beat us? I'm just being honest. If they have to imitate somebody, it's not going to be a black woman. Um, maybe I see the cultural appropriation. I saw a white woman the other day with braids in her hair. I'm just bringing it up. I saw it yesterday. I can't help but say it. Now, some people are giving her a little flag for that. She thinks she's black. You know, I say sometimes, look, if they, if some people are imitating us. It's a shock sometimes because they don't want to be like us. We're the low shit. But understand that a white woman's going to be always the top prize. That hasn't changed since slavery. I don't care what year we're in. That's the top prize to get a white girl. I can break it down and go to the NFL and who to choose to marry. I can break it down even further. If you look, if I got time, I'll really break it down for you. But in this house, it is showing how her actually still fucked up. Whether people admit that or not, it's literally what it's showing. That Amira is black, it doesn't really, she seems lost about it. When she was being interviewed, she seemed like she's clueless by her own culture. I mean, obviously, maybe her parents, I have to agree with seriously that some of that probably is ignorant of the parents who don't know the culture and don't know, you know, whatever, whatever. Okay, I'll give you that. But again, I say this, you got to make your own journey, your own path. Just like any other child who's born in poverty. They're not going to be an adult being poverty if they want to change their journey. So if you don't know your culture, it's up to you to make sure you find out about yourself. You're not going to wait on your mom and daddy at 35 to see about your black culture. You're going to go out for yourself and find your journey and find your roots. You see all these different things pop up all the time that you can research to find your background because people as adults want to find out who they are. Now, if you choose not to do that, that is on you. Then when you look ignorant on TV from everybody because you don't know shit about your own culture and you've been passing this whole time and you're like, wait, colorism? I didn't know that was going to happen in the house. Who's bullying Taylor? I don't know. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I have no sympathy for your ass. I mean, I have none. Okay? I mean, I just don't have it. I don't have the grace, as my girl Ma would say. I'm not going to extend any grace to her, especially to Jasmine. You guys kiki with Alicia, or whatever the fuck her name is, who call a black person a roach. I did a whole live on my channel. This is no live. You know me, I'm very animated with graphics. I had a fucking roach on my screen. An animated roach 
talking about Alicia's ass and dragged the fuck out of her. My question is, why in the world didn't Amira drag her for that comment? Why in the world didn't Amira check her ass? Like, Alicia, we cool, but you calling her a roach? No, ma'am. You should have done that. Not once did you say anything. Not once did you say anything when he yelled at her face. And even if you thought that it was not okay because she's black, because she's a woman, Amir does stand up for human be for human rights. We can take race out of it all day. Amira did not stand up for human rights, period. So I don't give a fuck what she says on the fucking interview. I could give a damn what she says. She's trash to as far as I'm concerned, she is a roach. I'm sorry, I had to drag a little. Uh, does anybody... <laughs> Where did I get my fucking nerve? Anybody got anything you want to add to the conversation of... Because I should tell this shit, drag that bitch a mirror, but I was like, I ain't gonna do it. So anybody's got anything they want to say about the interview, I know everybody didn't watch the interview, but the little bit that I watched was enough for me. I won't be watching anything more about it. I won't. I really want to see what Jasmine has to say. Because Jasmine's comments that she made to DR made my stomach hurt. Jasmine really hates herself. Because at the end of the day, she's black. But legit, she hates herself so, so bad that you would tell the DR, I think that she should be treated the way she's been treated the whole time. But yet you have no answer to why. And then Amira said, well, she'll make a little small comments under her breath. Bitch, where? I ain't watched my brother live feed, especially the first two weeks, straight. I watched it, it worked, whatever. I watched it straight. So I want somebody to tell me, please, where did Taylor make comments under her breath to deserve to be treated the way she did? I, I'm still waiting for a receipt. For the brain, Dan up. I think your name is Dan. I think you have the floor once you get connected. Wait, hold on. Did I add? Uh, Dan? Is, is Dan up here? Did you drop off? Okay, I added you dropped off. I don't know. Anyway, I need somebody to give me receipts to let me know when Taylor was talking under her breath so bad that she deserved to be treated that way. Do anybody in this Taylor panel doesn't even talk under her breath? That's like okay. not in her. Say that's it. just not the way that she talks. Like, if says anything, she gonna say it out loud. I think the thing is, is she has like. She has, like, a sarcasm to her, which I can relate to. Like, I'm literally the same way she is sometimes. Like, I like some things I say, like, I don't even mean them. And I'm going to act it like I'm being serious. But it's, like, literally sarcasm. And But the thing is, is you can tell. And I feel like anytime she had one of those comments, they would literally take it the entire other way. And it was, it's just hilarious to me because, like, when I remember I had a clip of... It was Nicole, Terrence, and Taylor outside, and I think they were kind of, like, closing up, and Nicole was like, oh, you know, their shoes are out there, and she was like, and eh, we can just leave them out there, you know, they'll get them, or she said something like that, and then when she left, her and Terrence were like, you see, that's that stuff I'm talking about, da 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 like, it's like, first of all, why are y'all this mad at her for saying some shit like that when she was obviously joking, and then, two, it's like y'all are taking stuff out of context just for the sake of doing it, because you want to dislike her so bad. Amiri, exactly, because I was going to say that I don't remember that she was saying all these things under her breath, but 
that comment about the shoes, that's what they're referring to. How she kind of does this subtle little comment, but she's, to me, speaking under your breath is not wanting people to really hear what you're saying or wanting the person who's standing right next to you only to hear what you're saying and not the and and I don't think I ever remember Taylor doing that um at all so yeah she didn't and it's like trying to say she did some low-key shave I'm gonna say about the shoe situation and again I mentioned before on my live on YouTube I said Taylor's not the fucking maid why is it black women are the assumptions going to clean up behind your ass I'm not a goddamn maid my kids are grown Fuck you, pick up your goddamn shoe. I would have said that. Go ahead and say I'm a bitch. I'm not the goddamn maid. Why is it that I gotta be the mammy? I mean, what the fuck? Because she's black, she obviously gotta pick up behind you, fix your rice, fix your fucking food. What what is that? This whole entire season is taking us back as far as culturally and everything a hundred years. Because they literally wanted Taylor to be the maid, in my opinion. And she's not. If your shoes are outside, you are an adult, pick up your shoes. It's as simple as that. And, and, and why is it my responsibility because y'all don't like me? I would have asked those questions. So why is it up to me? Because I'm the last person out here. I got my shoes. You should get yours. And as far as Terrence, oh, my God. That whole thing to me was weird when he was like, look, you see what I'm saying right there? Like, what are you talking about, pimp? What are you talking about? You want her to get their shoes, too? Why do you get the shoes, bro? You can be the butler and shoot the maid? I don't know. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, this season at the end is going to probably get more conversation when the season is over more than it was while the season is on. Because when they come out the house, especially Monty and Terrence, and, I, and I'm going to say something because I'm black and I, I, I really don't think that Terrence and Monty realizes, they're not, I'm sorry, realize that when they get out the house, people are going to be coming for them. You know, I mean, they're probably going to change things up. Like, for instance, Monty's HOH. He's not putting Taylor up, allegedly. Well, you know, because they're the duo thing. He's trying to get rid of Nicole, so he has to put her up. But Nicole knows, I mean, uh, Taylor knows she isn't going home. They want to get rid of Nicole. Even Nicole um, already went to DR saying, I know I'm going home because I'm the strongest girl um, in the house. And I'm like, you said you're going home because you're the strongest girl in the house, bitch. You're going home because you're trash. Even Nicole, who's supposed to be of color, allegedly, doesn't even realize that her behavior and everything that uh, Turner said is the reason why she's going to go on the block. She literally is that clueless. And plus, she thinks she's all that in a bag of chips. Let's be clear. Nicole thinks she's the shit. And Big Brother in this house, I don't know if she's that way outside this house. I don't, I don't know. But in this house... She's they're, they're all acting like it's high school and who's the most popular one? I call it the Facebook Big Brother. How many likes can you get? You know what I'm saying? Who has the most numbers? It's like social media up in there. It's not like the old school Big Brother was by game. I, this season is complete trash. The last season was the best season to me with the cookout. And we've gone backwards 100 years this season. Everybody's fucking house are idiots. Go ahead, seriously. So you just brought up Facebook. So I'm wondering, who do you think in the house is Facebook 
is Twitter, is Instagram, or any other platform. Oh, wow. That is so cool. I'm, okay, I'm going to Because say there's I, definitely, oh. I was going to say, there's definitely that division of mentalities yeah. in the house. Nicole is Facebook. We can add MySpace in there too. Okay, well then MySpace is Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, so MySpace and, and is Kyle. Terrence. Kyle can be his Twitch. So Kyle is TikTok. Yeah. Ooh. Or TikTok. That's what. I, that's what I meant. I think. Um, that's good. I was about to say one of them is Instagram. Paloma Amira. was Instagram. I think Alyssa is Instagram. I and Amira is too. Jasmine is Instagram. Yes, yes. I think both of those are Instagram. And nobody on there is YouTube. That's my world. And I don't see anybody on there that's YouTube. Like, no. So I agree with what you guys said. Who's Twitter, though? Who do y'all think is Twitter? P- uh, Pooch? Yeah, Twitch is no, Pooch is definitely Instagram. <laughs> Poocharelli with the greasy hair. <laughs> Actually, Pooch gives conservative Twitter. Yes, I saw his post the other day. So yeah, that lines up with that. Um, who else? We I know Michael is aware of what Twitter is because he's so wrapped up in BB. But I don't see him as being um, like real heavy into Twitter. Who's the guy that dances on TikTok with their mom? Who is that? Who is that? Kyle. 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 So he's TikTok, obviously. That's that's his that's his home place. The man checks his butt all the time on TikTok. That's his place. place. Taylor um, is Twitter too. Taylor gives very much young Twitter, like black he, Twitter. Yeah. Okay. That was a cool ass question, man. I like that. <laughs> okay, Daniel. Maybe. I'm trying to figure out where's Daniel. Daniel is Facebook Instagram hybrid. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Daniel looks like it's reels. Like specifically reels. Like no TikToks, just reels. But like he has like Facebook mentality. Like he's really dumb. Like, if you think of, like, even during his HOH, like, he did not run his HOH at all. Like, everybody was saying stuff to him. Like, he didn't even know what was going on in the house. Like, he's he was just dumb. I agree with that, too. Wow. (laughs) Joseph seems Instagram, too. Joseph? Hmm. Joseph sings Instagram, but with TikTok um, inspiration. Like, I he's think they're the all doing TikTok now when they get out the house because of uh, Kyle. I think everybody can probably get on TikTok. That's really what you do. I feel like you get on Twitter and uh, TikTok, and you really have something. Oh, so their TikToks are gonna blow up when they get out the house. Um, you know, because because the thing about it, TikTok. Uh, Talking about Big Brother. Hold on, yeah, this guy's in front of my car driving stupid. Would you get the? I live right here, you idiot. I'm sorry, y'all. God, it's so fucking. What about Turner? I'm sorry. Damn. Hmm. 
Turner, ooh, Turner gives TikTok because I think I feel like he probably makes rugs on TikTok. <laughs> like I, I watched I mean, those Turner, videos Turner where they make rugs anything. on TikTok. Rugs? Is that what he does? The do it yourself. Yeah, he makes rugs. Oh. I also feel like his he's the youngest in there, and he actually he he honestly exudes that like young hippie vibe. Like, oh, I think. Yeah, I feel like that's a great... Ooh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm playing a game. It's getting a little intense. <laughs> look, you heard me. I look, I'm trying to pull up to my house, and this guy... You know, you pull up to the side of your house. I park, in the, I park in front of my house on the side, and so this guy pulls up next to me. I'm like, you know, this ain't the hood. This is the suburb. What are you looking at? I'm like, I live here. Are you supposed <laughs> to have a corner lot? Get the fuck out of here is my house. Bye. Not here. Yeah, no, I'm a savage. I used to that already. It's all good. Um, the person you know... I would pick for YouTube <laughs> would probably be um, uh, Brittany. Can't you see no. her doing? I, no, you know what? Brittany gives TikTok. Brittany gives TikTok. Brittany. I feel like she would make like those. I feel like someone is YouTube, but I'm trying to think who it is. I don't I, meditation go to sleep. I, I don't see anybody anybody on YouTube. I'm sorry. That's my world. I don't see now now Brittany maybe I would see like she actually funny. She's like like a um a, a mom like YouTube. I know she's not a she, well, she you looks know like the, a the meditation like talking yourself to sleep or like calming your nerves or that kind of YouTube. Okay, well they do have stuff like that by YouTube as well. So that's a possibility. I don't know. Um, I want to. You know what, Paloma? Paloma gives Instagram, YouTube. I could see, I could see Paloma on YouTube, being one of those girls. Just you know, those they don't have to do too much. I just feel like white women don't have to do too much to get famous anywhere. But I feel like, especially like on YouTube, <laughs> I think she would try to be funny, and it just wouldn't work. So she would just stick to like vlogging or some shit. Not my get, get ready with me videos. <laughs> no, li- literally get ready with me. A little vlog going to Whole Foods, like. Oh my god, I can't with you guys. I love y'all. Okay, so um, I'm gonna end this. I have a panel to do for Ready to Love. If y'all watch it, it's gonna be on YouTube. Then I'm doing the Living Mary DC reunion panel tonight as well on YouTube. If y'all don't follow me, please do that. Hashtag fuck money. Just saying. You said hashtag what? I didn't hear you. What say, baby? I said, <laughs> fuck Monique. <laughs> you know what? Stop it. Oh, my God. Please make sure you follow me on YouTube because some people do feel that way on my channel, Amira. So you should be on the, you should be in a live live. So it's going to be lit. Part two is tonight. And I'm going to probably do spaces today because I want to cover the, uh, the, uh, what, uh, seriously, was telling, or whoever was telling me about the, um, the thing with the challenge. I want to cover that today, sometime today. So y'all just make sure y'all stay tuned and follow and all these things. And this was an awesome spaces, and thank you guys for coming through. And I'm married your co-host next time because you are everything. Okay, my girl. Uh-huh. Okay. I have a question. Wait, I have a question. Do you watch um, RHOP Potomac? Do I do what now? Do you watch Housewives? Um, the only Housewives that I recap is Dubai because I can't take the Housewives. It's I'm a grinder. Some of these women don't work. I can't, can't hardly take the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I just wanted to see. Well, if you do, uh, we actually have spaces about Dubai. Um, my friend does, so you should come to one. 
Yes, because actually Carolyn follows me now. She's awesome. I've gone to a couple of her spaces and I'm so excited. She actually follows me and I'm working on some interviews that you guys will be excited about. I can't speak on what they are, but trust and believe you guys are going to be hyped about it. So I'm working on things behind the scenes. I'll just keep it at that and let you guys know once it, you know, go through it, whatever. But yeah, I got some things going on that I think you guys are going to enjoy and I'll give you a heads up once it happens, but um yeah that's it and i'm gonna go ahead and close this down and then um i will see you guys here on youtube or wherever i'm at i'll talk to y'all later have a great day be blessed bye have a great day Whoa. <laughs>